Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BET now to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things U.S. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to... A tropical paradise. Try them both. Then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. You guys are all idiots. This is Dan Patrick. Oh, boy. The end of yesterday's show, we compared it to the ending of the Browns-Steelers game a week ago. Chaos, where you went, what is happening? And right at the end of the show, we had a listener from Illinois who was taking me to task because I had the audacity to say, Green Day's just not my kind of music. And we were talking about Green Day, first ballot, Hall of Fame, and I said, okay, that's fine. And uh, we, had, we had a listener who told me to stay in my lane. I knew all about sports, but uh, I don't know anything about Green Day. Yes, yeah, Is it a better line, stay in your lane, or... Don't run your mouth about Green Day. <laughs> I think don't run your mouth about Green Day. It's pretty great. Because I don't know how many times that line has ever been uttered in the history of Green Day. Hey, you watch yourself. Don't run your mouth about Green Day. Okay. <laughs> yes, Paul. And checking my records, you said one line about Green Day in the past 10 years on this show. You said, hey, they're not really my thing. That's not the harshest <laughs> statement of all time. Not really my thing means they're not for you. You didn't say they stink. No, they, you put them in the Hall of Fame. That's fine. I'm Okay. I just said, they're not my kind of band. That, that, you know, punk music, okay, fine. I was around when the Ramones were around. You know, that's a little bit different. Here we go. Uh, no, you're right. There we okay. go. Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm going to stay in my lane. I got to stay in my, my lane. But I do know about sports. But if this guy's going to call in, then he can't talk sports with me because he's got to stay in his lane, right? That's how it works. Yes, McLovin. How do we know what he does for a living? Is he in sports? I don't know. Like, how did he claim the lane to Green Day? We don't <laughs> quite know. But, but yeah. if, if he's in sports, then he too cannot speak about Green, about Day. Green Day. Yeah. If we're staying in our individual silos here. And then the fact that they, the longest touring punk band, which what? I just don't see, I, longest touring American punk band, he qualified it as. Okay, who's the longest touring punk band? I don't know, but there's bad, there's bands like Bad Religion who have been around since way before Green Day that have been, I don't know if they've been touring continuously since then, but they've been on tour for a hell of a long time. If we were going to stay in our lanes, like one thing that you did that nobody can question, does everybody have a lane that they could stay? Gosh, where, there's just so many. Where we feel that we're, <laughs> where we feel we're somewhat of an expert on the topic. Yes, like, I'm an expert on sports, 
But I, I does it have to be tighter than that? Because mm. you're not an expert on, let's say, javelin throwers, but you're you know football, baseball, basketball. Paulie, I oh. covered the Olympics. True. You need to stay in your lane right now. <laughs> I watched <laughs> the Olympics. Stay in your lane about Dan's career, Paul. <laughs> yeah, stay in your lane. Um. Okay. I mean, I I would say the the major sports I could stay in my lane on that. I I thought I was pretty good in music, but apparently I'm not. So I would say sports I can stay in my lane. Yes, yeah, he. See, I feel like part of the problem with industries in general is using the term expert. Mm. That's a, that's actually where so many people get in trouble because you're supposed to be like say in sports talk, right? Are we supposed to be experts on every sport that we talk about? Or are you supposed to be relatively well-informed on them? I would like to think I'm knowledgeable. Knowledgeable is a good word. Yeah, I'm knowledgeable in sports. Maybe not an expert, but knowledgeable. And I would think I could hold my own with most knowledgeable sports guys. McLovin, if you were going to stay in your lane, what would your lane be? See, I keep thinking more micro. Like, if if we're going to sit around and somebody needs to defend Andy Dalton... I am the number one person to stand up. By the way, you got your wish. Andy Dalton is coming back, and he's going to lead the Bengals to the third overall pick in the draft. They're going to screw it up. I I was not happy when I found out that news. Because I, what if he doesn't win now? Then all my Because I've been yelling at the Bengals for four weeks. You would have won all these games with Andy Dalton, and now they play the Jets, who are surging. He deserves better than this. I'm glad he's getting another chance to play. Because they found out what they have with Ryan Finley. Okay, now you bring back Andy Dalton, at least for the end of the regular season. It's not his fault. It's just a bad team. And Andy Dalton can still be a good quarterback. You know, he's been an all-pro, I think, three or four times. You know, led him to the playoffs a couple of times. Andy Dalton has been a, a good quarterback in the NFL. Not great, but good, and deserves a better fate than this. Yes, McLeod. I feel like I don't have a lane. Like I was like a, I was an English major, like a general. Like I'm a liberal arts major. I don't but have a lane. Do you do anything really well or no? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, no, I think I, I do everything mediumly well. No, I, well. I, 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 but you said I know. I, I know exactly what you're asking, and you're yeah. setting me into a state of panic because I don't. Nothing's jumping out to me. Okay. <laughs> do you do anything really well? <laughs> what is it? You would say you do around here. Yeah. Todd, if you were going to stay in your lane, what would your lane be? And again, I wouldn't consider myself some like trivia pursuit expert, but I'd say things like Hall and O's 80s TV shows. Okay. Um, Very narrow. Local newscasters, female. Sure. Local, oh, man. Definitely could do local newscasters. You know, some B movies maybe that are around at two o'clock in the morning, that kind of stuff. Man, you love the local news, female news anchor. I do. You are incredible. I'm going to give a shout out to Carrie Lee Mayland. I have a cry on NBC 30. Yes. I put it out there. I'm not shy. Put it out there. I didn't think anybody our age watched local news anymore. Yeah. Ken Bernstein, Fox 61. I just, <laughs> ask me a question. I give you an answer. You are very good. That is your lane. Jennifer Lommers, but she moved oh, on to bigger and better things. Jennifer Lommers. Well, Fritzy was in early. It's like, like if you like Patrick Mahomes four years ago, he was in on Lommers eight years ago. Paulie, if you were going to be in your lane, what would your lane be? As far as like knowledge? You know, like obviously the 85 Bears, the nuances of them. Archery, dominant archers. Yeah, we're really limited. Plaid stuff. That is, yeah, plaid. Vermont, that's about it. Yeah. Seton, if you're staying in your lane, what is your lane? I mean, I don't know. I'm sort of in that McLovin boat where I think I do lots of things good, but nothing great. So Mm. I think people, for some reason, accept music 
for me. So maybe I'll stick into like 90s slash early aughts punk rock. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that might be my lane. But that would allow you to aughts. speak on behalf of the show about yeah. Green Day. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yes, for two. And we get social media messages all the time directed uh, about Seton and his uh, choice of music and how much they love the bumper music and everything he puts together production wise. There's like, there's always someone saying, like, what is that song? Or, you know, that was a great job putting that together. So he definitely knows his music. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Uh, we just got this tweet. The GP show is not a linear show. No lanes, more of a roundabout. All right. Yeah, where you, you don't actually get anywhere. You just go in a circle round <laughs> and round. Big Ben kids, Parliament. Big Ben. Yeah. I watched a documentary last night because I got a little bit tired of seeing the Ravens rough up the Rams. <laughs> I watched uh, the making of Scotch whiskey. Oh. And I, uh, I went out and bought a bottle of Scotch. I don't drink Scotch, but they made it sound so damn delict- uh, delectable that I went, mm. Was I'm it gonna- a specific kind or was it like the history no, of how it comes together? It's this small area in Scotland that has like six or seven of these distilleries. And they have, you know, the best scotch in the world. And uh, I, I just started watching. I think the guy's name is Jim McEwen. And he's done this incredible makeover on a couple of distilleries over there. And I started watching this documentary. And it was great. I was very proud of it. You know, I'm proud of what they, they do there. And, the, you know, the fact that they, they, it, they charge them like se- they can get a cheaper scotch in the United States than they could over there. Like the, the tax that they have on their own products is in like 70%. Yeah, McLevin. I mean, one documentary, the thought, stay in your lane. Comes no, no, I, and I don't know enough about scotch. I'm so, joking. so I did buy a bottle, so now I can stay in my lane when it comes to scotch. By the way, when it comes to beer, I can stay in my lane. Cigars, tequila, and knowledgeable somewhat in sports. How about that? And the history of ESPN. Yes, Paul. I, I was in Dublin a few years ago and went to this uh, whiskey distillery called Teeling. And the guy says, you're smelling it wrong because we were smelling the whiskey. And you, you, you kind of smell it with your nose. He goes, open your mouth and your nose yes. at the same time and breathe in as one. He goes, and the smell will hit your, your palate. And it was totally different. And he goes, do it both ways. And I was shocked, and no one had ever said it before. It was pretty neat. And they said that in the documentary about smelling scotch whiskey, that you go, okay, open your mouth, and then you know you get more of that, all the flavors in there. I still don't understand that. When somebody says, uh, "What do you think of that wine?" I'll go, "Good." Go, no, like the tannin. Like, can did you can you taste the cherry in there? Can you taste the uh, you know raindrops in the forest? Like, I I can't get any of those things. And this guy was smelling the scotch and he was telling you everything that was in there he goes oh you can pick up and then he started telling all these things i wouldn't be able to tell any of that stuff yeah Paul. but do you think it's because we don't have the language like we didn't have take classes and learn like these guys uh, you know, where you learn about the different things in it because you, you you try to describe it but you don't have the words to describe it sometimes and that's where they talked about how women are getting involved in scotch because they have a completely different vocabulary and sense of smell, and they will bring out other things that a man would not be able to describe the Scotch whiskey, and and, and that was interesting though that they said that they will they have a different sense of smell, and they'll tell you what they're smelling in the Scotch whiskey that a man wouldn't be able to describe. Yes, McLevin. How's your wine game? Like, if you're at a high pressure business dinner, are you comfortable ordering wine for people? U.S. wine, 
Like I could have a couple of like I'm pretty good at it. The regions, you know, that's what it comes down to. Like certain tastes, you know, in certain regions, I would be okay. It's when we start to head towards Italy or Spain or Australia, France. That's when I then I'm out of my lane with something like that. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to talk the talk the right way when we're at a fans. I seen you at meals and you do great. I'm like, oh man, I wish I could do that. But I don't do the whole like swirl it around and all that stuff. Like I, you know, you decant it and then you just, you know, take it in slowly, and you know right away if it's a great wine or not. Yeah, Paul. I had a wine guy a couple months ago tell me that anytime you try a new wine, take your two sips because the first sip you'll be kind of strong and you won't. Like, uh, you're getting used to it. Yeah. Wait a second and take a whole nother sip or gulp of it, he said. And then you'll know, okay, I, I like this. Sometimes people bail after one sip. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, what's our poll question we got that? If you can only yeah, watch. Yeah, you can only watch one the rest of the year. I actually put up, the first hour I put up, who would you buy stock in? Because you would ask Todd that. Yeah. And people bought stock in Luca. I think that's because of longevity. Uh, but if you can only yes. watch one, 64% say they'd watch Lamar Jackson. Hey, it was a whole lot of fun last night. Five touchdowns, the Ravens roll over the Rams. And if you're the Rams, like you go into that film session today, are you focusing on how bad the defense was or how bad the offense was? Can you just say, hey, you know what? That's an aberration. Let's just move on to, I think they have Arizona coming up. Tonight, Clippers at the Mavs. And from what I'm reading, it looks like uh, there's no load management tonight that you'll have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George playing against Luka Doncic. Um, Carmelo dropped 25 last night as uh, the Blazers picked up a win. All right, uh, Rich Eisen will join us coming up here in a moment. By the way, we love to do copycat in sports. You know, once Golden State started doing what they were doing, then everybody said, well, we got to try to do what they're doing. Uh, The greatest show on turf with the Rams, then we try to, offenses try to emulate that. And now you have Lamar Jackson. And I don't know if you go, is that the future? Or is he the aberration where you go, there's nobody like him? Are you now looking at Jalen Hurts of Oklahoma differently than you did before because of Lamar Jackson? And I just posed the question. I I don't have an answer to it. I don't know if the scouts are sold on just how good he can be. But Lamar Jackson is, is changing people's thoughts, philosophies, minds on what can I allow my quarterback to do? Because normally you don't want your quarterback exposed. You don't want him out there running the ball. But these run-pass options, we have it in college. And what Baltimore did is we're going to put in an offense that you're comfortable. Instead of, because quarterbacks, you know, they don't, it's one thing you're just reactive. You you know, you don't want to think, can I run? Should I run? Uh, you know, three seconds in the pockets, four seconds. I got to run. You just want to have something where you feel comfortable. And Lamar Jackson looks like he's very comfortable. He's very comfortable at making you feel very uncomfortable. And right now, the Ravens, they're the best team in the AFC. But as I said first hour, and I still believe it until I see it, if the Ravens played the Patriots again, I would take the Patriots. And I know I'm doing a disservice to John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson, but until I see it happen, I'd always bet with Belichick and Brady because, you know, that second time through, it happens with pitchers a lot or a hitter. And then you get a book on him. Now, you'd think they'd have a book on Lamar Jackson from last year, but he has become a better passer. So the book was making pass. 
well, five you know touchdowns last night, 15 completions, so one-third of every throw was a touchdown last night. He's rushing for almost 100 yards. And the defenses don't know what to do. Because how do you simulate that? And you do it in five days, six days, and you get ready for this. This is where the Patriots are probably already prepping for what will be a showdown with the Ravens and the Mar Jackson in the playoffs. That would be my gut feeling right now. All right, uh, Rich Eisen will join us coming up. He's got the top 100 list on the NFL Network um, with Bill Belichick, Chris Collinsworth involved in that, and uh, the Michigan showdown. Do you guys see what the line is? It's not a big point spread with Ohio State and Michigan. I got Ohio State favored by eight and a half. Anybody surprised at that? Alabama is what's surprising. Alabama against Auburn. I got Alabama favored by four. That's surprising. Ohio State at eight and a half. I thought it might be a touchdown. But maybe that's recency bias of how they played against Penn State and how Michigan played against Indiana. Because it feels like Michigan getting a little momentum there. Tommy in North Carolina joins us. Hi, Tommy. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. I was just going to say... um... I've been a mailman for 40 years. Do I have to stay in the lane and just talk about the post office all the time? Or No, no, know? I don't require my audience to stay in a lane, because if oh, I did, then nobody would be able to call. Oh, okay, good, because that's awful narrow lane. I'd hate to stay in that one all the time. <laughs> uh, wait a minute, hold on here, Tommy. Yes, Seaton. Well, as a former letter carrier myself, he's in good company here, so I would say that postal employees are working. Well, welcome. how long were you a mailman, Seaton? Uh... You know, I'm a little hazy on the <laughs> length of time. Was that at least a year? Okay, Tommy. May, maybe three. I'm not really sure. Tommy, <laughs> does that allow Seton to be a, talk about being a, a mailman? Yeah, yeah, let, yeah. that's enough. Okay. Yeah, one year is plenty. Yeah, you've learned it all. In a year. Part-time flexible. You know what I'm saying. Uh, what else do you have, Tommy, that you would like to uh, tell us about? Uh, that's all I have. Okay. Yeah, I yeah I'm, I'm encouraging my audience. You don't have to stay in your lane. Because, you know, when somebody will say, you know, if I'm talking about politics or religion or whatever it might be, it'll be like, stay in your lane, only talk sports. And I went, if that were the case, then you wouldn't be able to talk because you're not going to be able to stay in my lane with sports. Yes, McLevin. We're all talking about our odd jobs. I was a paralegal, so now law is my lane. (laughs) Paulie's doorman lane or trainer lane. No, no, no. He was a bouncer. No, no. See, I can't talk about throwing people out of bars. I can talk about checking IDs and getting beer from the back. Yeah, I mean, I, technically, I think I was a doorman. I was a radio DJ. I would think that would allow me to stay in the lane of music. Oh, for, you were a radio DJ first? Yes, I was. You know. <laughs> and during the heyday of rock. Yes. Prior to Green Day. Album-oriented yes, rock. Yes, album-oriented rock. Those are the actual albums that Green Day copied, too. Wow. What are you doing, McLovin? <laughs> I just veered out of my lane. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be a DJ, and we actually played albums. Yeah, yeah, Paul. McLovin, though, talking about theft, paralegal, it's all coming back together. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, remember I, that you, Taylor Swift controversy with who owns her songs? That's all me. But then you also had the Barbara Streisand wearing her bra on your head. So it, you're in that, that <laughs> what lane. What lane is that? You're in the lane of wearing lingerie, apparently. The Weird Science yes, lane. Weird I got it from Weird Science <laughs> with Gary. Still, that, you know, the back row has given me two of my favorite stories of all time. 
McLovin's friend was house-sitting Barbara Streisand's apartment in New York, correct? Yep. And then he invited you over. Yep. And then you guys decided to put her bra on your head. Right. It's some sort of weird science, the movie ritual. And then Fritzy talks about playing Nerf football, and he said at one point his pants are down around his knees. And I never got the full... Like, I can't get past that, that I don't know if I want the full story. I don't think you do. And Fritzy goes, yeah, we're playing Nerf football, and my pants are down around my knees. And I went... I can't ask the following question. I can't follow up with that. Yeah, Paul. You can't forget the McLovin breaking into Charles Barkley's car, uh, car to steal a no uh, say no to drugs hat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a third. The Nerf football. That's a pretty good one. Well, breaking in it was a it was a convertible. If the hat said say no to stealing or theft, <laughs> would you still have taken the hat? Charles has officially forgiven. He you. has. He has. But if I said, "Hey, this guy broke into Charles Barkley's car and took a hat." Out of us, that sounds bad. It wouldn't be you. No, it would not be you. No, it was an uncharacteristic moment. I've felt guilty for two decades. All right, we'll get to your phone calls once again. You don't have to stay in your lane. Yes, Paul. People are asking who is more of a kidney stone expert, you or Todd? Dan, you know all about the modern kidney stone trials and tribulations. Mm. Todd is a historical kidney stone expert. Well, I will say when it comes to surgery, uh, I, I'm in my lane. I know what I'm talking about there. I've unfortunately had various uh, lipotripsies, and the st- I know you experienced the stent We're just thing. talking about kidney stones, Todd. Oh. I mean, no, but that's all part of the kidney stone. I know. Stone. Nephro- I, know. I, I, I know. Have and, you had and, a, and I had the stint. You did have the stint. I had you the, only had it for a, like a couple of days. I had the laser. I had the stint for like three weeks. I had the laser. I had the laser, the zapping, and the... Okay, all the, all you win. Things. No, you win. Yes, Eden. I just want to get this on the record. Is Are we saying there's only one person per lane? So if there's like a surgery guy, it's either you I, or Todd, and that's it. Todd, would you say I'm the surgery guy? Because you had your knee drained or cut out a couple of times. I had like oh, dear. bowel resections. I can't believe we've been having this conversation. I don't want to win this contest. I, I had, I've had six knee operations, including a replacement. You know, I don't think it's about the the number of them. I oh, think yeah, it's it about is. The, uh, yeah, it is. I, I, when I was 15 years old, I had my the surgeon actually said to my parents. No, 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 no. I don't want to get into that kind of surgery. We're going to be that competitive about it. Well, I had the shoulder surgery. I'll take a shoulder surgery, over a small intestines reconnected. Eye surgery. Okay. I nearly lost my sight, Todd. <laughs> I'm just totally insulted that this is even being discussed. As a All right, I'm going to give it to you. Paul, you want to jump in on the surgery topic? You mm-hmm. had a lung yeah, I, got, I got a couple. I don't, you know, they're pretty serious, but I, I got the one-eyed lane. I got the blind and one-eyed lane. I got it locked in, because even if one of you guys loses vision in one eye, I was way ahead of the game. I'm, I'm calling that, the one-eyed lane. How did you lose your eyesight? I was born that way. I was born oh. with an eye that never develops. I don't think that oh, counts. Oh, so you then. didn't have a surgery. Oh, since I didn't lose it. <laughs> right, you never actually you had, never had, it. had it. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Paulie, stay in your lane, man. <laughs> if you man. lose your eyesight to surgery, then... Then I would be able to lane. talk about... Yes, Eden. Uh, <laughs> since we're going down a dark road here, do we go uh, dad lane? Dad, dad lane. Dad, dad lane? Who gets to claim that? I, I think I got that. Uh, oh, dead dad? Mine yeah. died earliest, I think. <laughs> I was 11, and I went to school on Halloween. Yeah, but my, After school, my dad wasn't there anymore. Top it. Did my dad die earlier than your dad died? Earlier in so your I life. So I had to deal with it longer than you have, Paul. Your dad died. How old were you? Uh, he was 54. My dad was 39. Oh, boy. And how old were you at, at, when he was 39? You were 11. I just turned 11. I think the age difference with my dad was 28 years of age. Right, but how old were you? So I've had 
No, he's 26. Mm. Todd, do you want to jump in? My dad passed away when I was 22. Mm, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to give it to you, Paulie, because Thanks. it was Halloween. It was yeah. a holiday. And, and you, did you go trick-or-treating? You did not. I canceled on that one. Okay. That's a tough one to go out and trick-or-treat Yeah, after. a particularly joyous children's holiday. Yeah, when your dad would be going with you. Yeah, I'm going to give you dead dad. Thanks, man. Yeah, you... <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, missing a tooth. By the way, we have the T-shirt. I didn't know we were going to do it, but apparently it's 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 ready. Is that one of one or is that one of many? Oh Steve? no, that's one of many. Multiples. Okay, uh, they made a T-shirt of me when I I lost my tooth, my front tooth, and we put old time hockey on it. It's a picture of me on the T-shirt. If you would like to go to the website and see it. <laughs> This is so good. Now, I got to take a break here. Rich Eisen is going to join us. Uh, that's, that's just that's a tough guy right there. That's old. T- I think I'm in my lane there when it comes to that. I don't think anybody else is going to challenge me. Anybody else here missing teeth? Yeah. Front tooth? Anyone? Anybody? Yeah. That's your lane. Take that, Todd. Yeah, I'm a club. It was kind of weak when you claimed LASIK as a surgery, by the way, but sorry, the eye <laughs> surgery. <laughs> take a break here. 25 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's Geico. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you could speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but... I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Update the poll results there, McLovin, if you can. Okay, if you could watch only one of these two players the rest of the season, Lamar Jackson or Luka Doncic, 63% Lamar Jackson. We will talk to the Niners All-Pro tight end George Kittle. He will join us coming up at the top of the hour. We make way for Rich Eisen, the NFL Network host and host of the Rich Eisen Show on DirecTV's Audience Network, also the host of the NFL 100 All-Time Team. That series airs Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, along with Chris Collinsworth and Bill Belichick. And uh, the list of finalists will be revealed tonight on ESPN. Rich, good morning. What's been the most surprising reaction to the list so far? Um, I don't know if I've had a surprising reaction. I, I guess we're... Th- because I was expecting people to say, "Wow, that's that's uh, that's the way Belichick is, huh?" I, I thought that I, I get that, and and I knew that certain you know people uh, that most would have an issue with the running backs list not having a single player who played their entire career in the 21st century on it. That the um, player of the running backs group of all 12 to have stepped off the field most recently was Emmett Smith. So, and he's been in the Hall of Fame for uh, quite some time now. So, I was expecting all of that, um, and I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thrilled that people have really gotten into it. Uh, certainly, with the with the show airing on a Friday night, 
Um, so uh, it, it was great to shoot DP. We 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 did it at NFL Films back in May. Um, you know how NFL Films uh, can do great work when yeah. they have um, two days to turn something around. They had six months <laughs> to have this in the edit bay. So um, it, it's just, it's just been great, and I'm I'm fired up that it's finally here. How do you think history is going to look back on Frank Gore's career? I think people will look back on it and saying, why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? You know, um, I, I hope he does get in. I think he deserves it. But he's, he wasn't on any commercials. He's not the guy that's the go-to guy by the media afterwards. He's a soft-spoken dude um, who just keeps going. And in, in the era in which the 30-something running back is supposed to be cast aside and no longer effective – and he just keeps doing it. He he still is the last thousand yard rusher for the Indianapolis Colts, um, and we're not even talking about the Forty Niners, for whom uh, he had a one hundred yard rushing and touchdown game in the Super Bowl against the Ravens in the Superdome. So hmm. it's just the, the guys had big games in big spots for big teams. And nobody talks about him because he's a guy who never seeks the spotlight and never the spotlight never seeks him or finds him. He just keeps ticking. Uh, I mean, he needs 1,500 yards to catch Walter Payton, which at his current clip would be maybe two more years, depending on which team gets him and uses him and, or, or keeps him. So it's entirely possible that it could go um, Emmett and Frank Gore, but right now in terms of people who are – you know, uh, living members of the uh, all-time rushing list, it's, it's, it's Emmett and Frank Gore right now. Yeah, and I, I agree. I, he's a Hall of Famer. I, not everybody is, you know, we always look at the Hall of Fame and we go, well, is he as good as this guy? Like every baseball player is not as good as Babe Ruth. But that doesn't mean you're not a Hall of Famer. Not every, Frank Gore is not Barry Sanders. He's not Emmett Smith. He's not Jim Brown. He's not Walter Payton. But that doesn't mean he can't be a Hall of Famer. We get... We get caught up on these numbers and comparisons, and then we lose sight on what somebody accomplished. And I think Frank Gore is a Hall of Famer. And, you know, another thing with this league, it's a copycat league, or at least it feels like that sometimes. The greatest show on turf, everybody thought, well, let's see if we can run an offense the way the Rams were running it. Now you have Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar Jackson going to create a copycat league? Are we going to start looking for Lamar Jackson in the draft because of his success when maybe we wouldn't have if we, he didn't have this MVP-like season? Well, I don't know, DP. I mean, you could make a case that Lamar is the copycat. He's just the copycat of Russell Wilson, and okay. he's the copycat of um, of uh, Dak. He's the copycat of, I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, Mahomes is even a guy that can run it a little bit, but obviously his no-look throws and his Roger Federer-type uncorking of a shot um, that you don't see coming 60-yard passes or overshadow the, the ability that he could do both. I mean, you know, uh, and that these guys are all eventually copycats of Vic. It's just that the issue with Lamar Jackson is uh, it doesn't appear like he could be copycatted, <laughs> that he is such a genuine article who has the ability to uh, slice you up um, and uh, with his with his legs with and and the fact that he he's the one that delivers the hit towards the end of the run too, um, and now we're seeing also his ability to sidearm balls through a needle, uh, throwing receivers open that way. I mean that that is 
that is next level stuff that we're not used to seeing out of a second year quarterback, uh, even though we did see it out of last year's MVP uh, under those circumstances. So, so he's playing as well as, in my mind, as Mahomes. I mean, he won't wind up with 50 touchdown passes, but um, he, he should account for about 40 when it's all said and done. Um, he's pushing 30, I think, in terms of touchdowns accounted for. So um, I, I, I think he, he is the guy that, that also has led to you know, Kyler Murray. I mean, we, we, he might push Jalen Hurts further up the, um, the, uh, the draft board uh, this coming year, but uh, the question is, is who, who can play like Lamar? Uh, I don't know. Um, but that'll be certainly fun to find out. I think you're definitely seeing teams believing that this is not only a winnable format but sustainable. And and John Harbaugh, man, I mean, this guy changed streams last year, Dan, in the middle of the year. Like if a, if a Martian came down from 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 the heavens last night, and that was the first football game that the Martian saw and goes, oh, wow, that's, that's the way quarterbacks play. No, 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 no. Quarterbacks don't play like that. As a matter of fact, let's show you uh, the difference. We would show them footage of the guy he replaced in Joe Flacco. That's the footage we would show. And they did it midstream last year, and now with a full off season, man, it's just been dynamite to watch them. And, and they also racked up 260 yards rushing. It's not just his arm. Uh, I don't know how this can be copycatted. But you also have a situation, and we went back and looked at an article that a report that Ian Rappaport had. It was November 4th of last year. John Harbaugh was on the hot seat. Yep. And, and it was, if, if you don't make the postseason, John Harbaugh was probably going to be fired. And here, he, because he made that change and went to Lamar Jackson, and that changed the fortunes of this franchise. So, you know, let, let's not make it seem like John Harbaugh was on, you know, stable footing here he he went to lamar jackson i think it was desperate times desperate measures and he bought in to lamar jackson and and, uh as a result you know he might be coach of the year and lamar jackson might be mvp that's how quickly it changed well i mean remember coughlin was on a hot seat too and he decided you know i'm gonna make a change i guess let maybe the the foot off the gas pedal within his own locker room and and hand things off to his veteran players and then Suddenly, boom, he wins the Super Bowl, and then, boom, he wins another one, and we're talking about him eventually, maybe one day, should he be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, these things in that way have happened before, and I guess just to put a button on it, I should mention Kaepernick. I mean, Kaepernick is also a forerunner yeah. of, of, of Lamar Jackson to the point where um, the current coordinator of the Ravens was Kaepernick's for another Harbaugh, Harbaugh against John in the Super Bowl years ago. It really is a whole full circle situation. But again, I just don't know how Lamar Jackson can be different. And Kaepernick was that was that same guy in a way where he was like an ATM, a points ATM. You put the card in, you just press run or pass, <laughs> and the, and the points and yards came out uh, back in 2012. Uh, and we're we're kind of seeing that again. I mentioned the Rams issues in the first hour because they do have some issues here. And they might not make the playoffs. And I think it's only going to get worse for this team because, you know, Gurley is not an every down back anymore. I love Dar- uh, Donald. Uh, you know, do you, you sign up Jalen Ramsey? They have so much money that they've spent, so much of a cap hit, and with Jared Goff, no draft picks, and you're going to be moving into that new stadium. I, I just don't think things get better 
uh, for the Rams. I think they get worse. What do you think? Well, I, I think in the same way that we're we're talking about John Harbaugh looking inward, if you will, or looking at the pieces that he has. We'll, we'll see what McVay does, but um, it's hard to it's hard to sit here and say that that Belichick in the Super Bowl last year didn't figure out, if for the lack of a better phrase what the Rams were doing, their special sauce that had them one year ago. You want to talk about one year ago at this time. We were talking about the death of defense after the Rams and Chiefs put up 100 and, what, 105 yeah. points together on Monday night. Um, and since that night, the Rams really, the offense hasn't been the same. I, I, I still believe in Sean McVay to try and figure out what can be done. Les Sneed's a smart guy. They have pushed all their chips to the center of the table on, as the Rams organization has on Les and on Sean and on Goff and Gurley and Donald and obviously uh, Jalen Ramsey as well. Um, they're smart enough to try and figure out another way through potentially, but I, I, I think you're right that the Sands and the Hourglass in 2019 are fast running out. They're two behind the Vikings right now. Um, and, uh, and and I don't know how they bridge that gap this year. Rich Eisen, the Rich Eisen Show, NFL Network host, the NFL uh, 100 all-time team. The uh, defensive linemen and linebackers who made the team will be uh, revealed this week. Finalist will be revealed tonight on ESPN. Great to touch base with you, Rich. Uh, Thanksgiving, DP. You too, buddy, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, pal. Thank you. That's uh, Rich Eisen. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get to phone calls coming up. George Kittle of the Niners will join us at the top of the hour as the Niners and Ravens will do battle next game. Take a break. Back after this. Monday night is podcast night for the Los Angeles Lakers. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get, get it. it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, now. you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars, or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars and LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Miles in California joins us. Hi, Miles. What do you have for me today? Hey, DP. How you doing? Good, good, good. 
Uh, first off, I've called in a few times. I always forget to do this. 5'11 192-ish. Thank you. Um, reason I was calling, I wanted to chime in on the uh, whole stay in your lane thing. Okay. Like I said, I've called in a few times. I've never talked about sports. I've talked about Prince. I've talked about The Wire. And I think I talked about like NBA Jam. So I think that's one of the, the best things about your show. You guys do sports the best, but you can also go into all these other uh, genres and you do it well uh, also. So just wanted to say kudos. So Thank you, me. Miles. Yeah. I, you know, I have a lot of interests. That doesn't mean I'm well-versed in those interests, but I'm trying to learn about those things. And a uh, off-the-cuff comment about Green Day, I, uh, you know, had to withstand the wrath of one of our listeners who told me to stay in my lane. I knew sports, but don't you talk bad about Green Day. I, I guess he's right. I, I can't be in the lane of Green Day. I don't know that much about Green Day, other than that's not my kind of music. That's all. Appreciate him. You want to put him in the Hall of Fame? That's fine. You've been around 25 years. Yes, he doesn't sound like you appreciate him. <laughs> you, don't, you don't sound uh, apologetic. I am I'm apologetic if I hurt somebody's feelings when it comes to Green Day. If anyone was hurt by yes, you. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Hey, if the athletes can apologize that way, then so can I. Yes, boy. How come no one tells you to stay in your lane when you agree with them? Because I don't know anything about certain topics, and I'll talk about them. But if I agree with you, like if you said Green Day was awesome and they really changed the direction of gave punk rock some life again. I don't think he was going to call and say, hey, Dan, uh, lock it up about Green Day. I'm being all facetious there. Yeah. Yeah, see. Well, you do, you do get a lot. Um, right. If you're like, I get all the time, stick to music and sports. When I veer into <laughs> another lane I won't mention. Stick to music and sports. Well, like, why are those two lanes okay, but the third lane is not available? And then occasionally you get the, like yesterday, Stick to sports and stay out of music. Like, okay, what, how do I keep losing lanes? Yeah. You might as well just stay out of your car. Yes. Yeah. Get a bicycle. I know. But then when I say, hey, that, that means you need to stay in your lane, whatever you do, because this is what I do for a living. And then they're like, well, wait a minute. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. I, if I'm not allowed to talk about something, then you're not allowed to talk about it. This is my expertise. Stay in your lane. All right, I'm going to stay in my lane, and I won't talk about Green Day. I don't have anything else to talk about now. Just stick in your, stay in your Led Zeppelin lane, and that's really what it okay. is. Stay in your Led Zeppelin lane, okay? okay? Yeah, but I, I'd like to think I'm, I'm well-versed in some other musical acts as well. Zeppelin, all the great ones. Zeppelin, The Who, Taylor Swift. Smoke I'm, Rings in the Dark. That's that, uh, Gary, Gary Newman. Allen. Gary Allen. Oh, Gary Allen. Gary Newman gave us in cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Gary Allen wrote one of the great songs no, of all time. Good country singer. Yes. Old school. One of the great, great songs ever written, in my opinion. Uh, but once again, I don't know if I'm allowed to be in that yeah, lane. You're, you're uh, Ohio guy talking country music. Yeah, but we love our country music in Ohio. A little too far I north. I spent there. time in Atlanta, Pauly. Uh, in the city. Yeah. I'm just saying that it doesn't feel like your lane. Okay. See, if you're, you'd have to say, I used to live in Georgia. Oh, that. okay. My bad. Um, all right. Got me on a technicality. But you've been listening to country music for quite a long time now. I've, yes, I have. I'm a big country fan. But I, I, was a country, I was a country DJ, Dan, for almost four, oh. mo- for almost four months. Wow. Three Paul, and a half months. You own country music? That's your lane here? Okay, wait a minute. I listen to country and western oh. music. 
Dang it. I was I was in the country when it was country and western. Lane denied. Yes. Yes, Fritzy. I spent seven hundred dollars in San Bernardino's boot barn. Went to Denim and Diamonds walking around in a cowboy costume, basically, because I had no business wearing any of it. Okay, but when it comes to overpriced cowboy gear, then that's your lane. But I'm not ready to hand it over to Diffie Joe over there on the other side of the class <laughs> either so fast. It's Joe Diffie. There you go. <laughs> and your musical taste? Terrible. You've got like Three different. You got Billy Joel, Hall and Oates, Beastie Boys. Anything else? LL Cool J, yeah. Biggie. Yeah, I mean those are fine musicians. The Bee Gees, absolutely. Those are those are fine musicians. Whew. I'm exhausted. I got one more hour to stay in my lane here. I don't know if that's possible. It's tough. It is it's tough staying in this one lane. Yeah, I didn't realize it when you start to think about it. Like I mowed greens at Jack Nicholas golf course. Does that make me a mowing expert? Does that get you into the lawn care field? Sure. Like landscaping. Turf. Could, that's your lane. Does that mean you design courses? <laughs> you put me on a Toro riding lawnmower and I'm on that green and I am making it look beautiful. Yeah. That was my job before I became a DJ. The Niners' George Kittle joins us in a couple of minutes. Football season is here, and it's time to dominate the competition with your fantasy picks. And R.J. Bell's Dream Preview on Podcast One Sportsnet is your secret weapon to victory. I said the fact they didn't run it up in week one tells me this guy is so confident he wants to hide his strength. No matter the matchup, R.J.'s got you handled with top-notch analysis for the best NFL picks around. Now, is that true or not? I don't know. Very optimistic. Download R.J. Bell's Dream Preview every week on Apple Podcasts and podcast1.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.